Hello， 大家好啊 ！Welcome to the Art of Hong Kong Geeks by Dummy。我系 Dummy，I'm Dummy。Have you encountered situations where you're attempting to speak Cantonese, regardless of how fluent you are, then suddenly the other person starts responding in English or in a language that you're familiar with and that they know? And that's not what you wish for them to do because of many reasons. Perhaps you want to practice your listening skills or speaking skills, or you want to make sure the other Cantonese speaker can use their native language with ease. Whatever your reasoning is, it can be a little embarrassing when suddenly they start speaking in English with you. You don't have to be embarrassed, though. It happens to language learners or even native speakers all the time. My embarrassing moment was that once my relatives came to visit our family in Hong Kong, Hong Kong. They're from New York, Nau Yang. Cousins were born and raised there. Although, because they speak Cantonese at home with family, so their Cantonese is not bad. Not native level, but definitely good enough to have small talks. At first, we were speaking in English, and then suddenly my cousin said, "It's okay. 我可以讲中文 I can speak Chinese," she said. And of course, immediately I was like, kind of in my head, oh, is something wrong? Like, is my English not good enough? Definitely feeling a little weird at the moment. But first, when situations like this happen, sometimes it could really be you, and sometimes it really can be the other person speaking. So don't worry; it happens all the time to language learners or even people who speak fluently in Cantonese. Now let's first talk about tones. Sing diu, sing diu. I'm not referring to the tones that you express your emotions and your attitudes with. As you already might know, in Cantonese we have a lot of different tones. Sing diu, sing diu for each sound. Some say you only need to know six. Some say we have nine tones. Some say eleven. Some say twelve as well. Sing is short for singyam, meaning sounds, and diu means the adjustments. So sing diu means tones. Really, really, it really means your sound adjustments. So say for example, if you're asking someone if it is far away, you will say yun m yun, yun m yun. Literally, far, not far. For the word yun. The same sound, but in different tones. Sing diu. If you have been kind of using the pinyin, the Cantonese romanization systems, regardless of which one you use, you can kind of go back to the episode on、um, the romanization systems、um, to find out more about how it can really help you with your Cantonese. But if you just kind of typed in the spelling of the word yun. Into like the Chinese characters converter, I would highly recommend you checking out the webpage called Multifunction Chinese Character Database provided by the Chinese University of Hong Kong, where I graduated proudly. It is a super helpful tool. Anyway, if you were to type the spelling of the word yun into the Chinese character converter,、uh, the database, it will show you over one hundred characters of the same sounding word, but might or might not be the same tones. So you might have、um, just said a word with a different tone. Say, for example,、um, the word yun. You might have said yun, yun, meaning circle instead of yun, yun. 
meaning far. So it really means a completely different thing, right? So the other person might just not be able to understand what you're saying because of the tones. And so at this point, if it's part of your challenges in Cantonese learning, you might want to check your tones. And other thing to note is your pronunciation. Fat means to produce, to occur, to happen. And yum again here means sounds. Obviously, if you're new to this language, many vowels and consonants you might never have even heard of before. So say, for example, sounds like the kwa sound, kwa zheng, for example, exaggerated, kwa zheng, or the gua sound, like um, guangdonghua, guangdonghua, or the ng sound, so say, for example, ngo, ai, or with the ENG sounds, let's say for example, we don't have it in English. So check that and see if you've actually nailed those unfamiliar sounds first. For these unfamiliar sounds, I would recommend just having, you know, either single characters or two characters or short phrases using Google Translate, let's say for example, or any other apps that can help you with these pronunciation. Then it could be your accent. yam. First, it is not a bad thing to have an accent. Hao yam, hao yam. Hao means mouth, and yam means sounds, and hao yam means accent. To have an accent, hao yam, it can be kind of cute, but of course, it depends on what kind of accent, hao yam, and how pleasant it sounds. In Hong Kong, most local born and raised Hong Kongers will have the same accent, hao yam. What you hear on Hong Kong Cantonese TV or movies, that's pretty much the standard accent yum we have in Hong Kong. So very clearly, even if someone is coming from Guangzhou, China, even if they speak Cantonese, their accent yum will be slightly different. And more than often, unless their accent is actually severely dulled down, maybe they have lived in Hong Kong for at least a couple years, we can still immediately spot out if you're local or not. But local or not aside, say for example a fluent Cantonese speaker from mainland China. First language is Mandarin, but their Cantonese fluent. Sometimes, for example, the word gai dan, gai dan, eggs, you will hear them say gai dan, gai dan, because in Mandarin they say Ji for the word gai, meaning chicken. So you might also hear some people say ji dan. So obviously, depending on the context, local Hong Kongers might understand them, but sometimes they might not. That's when they will have to switch to English or Mandarin in this case. A lot of times, people do confuse having an accent, hao yam, as not being able to speak the language. Just like at my actual job as an interpreter, many a time it might not actually be the fact that the person can't speak English, but only because of the fact that they speak with a Cantonese accent, yam, and the English speaker can't really understand them because of the accent, yam. So sometimes a Cantonese speaker can actually speak English, and they can actually understand English and comprehend it perfectly. It's just when they open their mouths, spitting out English words, 
the English-speaking individual has no clue what they're saying. That's when an interpreter like me will have to step in. And sometimes it's the other way around. Um, you know, if you're in North America, not quite sure about other places. Sometimes the companies will have their call centers in other countries in Asia. And I also have many occasions where I had to interpret simply because the Cantonese English speaker cannot understand the other party's English accent. How yum! Certainly, I can understand as a third party how embarrassing the situation is for the English speaker with an accent. But not to put the blame on anyone, having an accent is one thing, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. But the ability to understand another accent, how yum, is another issue, depending on how you look at the situation. Because I'm totally assuming a lot of us must have had people who speak your native language but with a different accent, how yum, and it just takes time for you to get used to it, right? And trust me, I understand accents. How yum might be hard to adjust, but it's not entirely impossible. Believe it or not, when I first started learning English, I learned it in a Hong Kong British accent, because Hong Kong was a former colony of Britain, formerly known as England. So to save the trouble of people not being able to understand what I'm saying in North America, I just learned how to speak English with a more North American accent. Perhaps you could already tell from my previous episodes that my accent is messed up. The key to adjusting your accent, how yum, let it be Cantonese or any other language, is really to pay attention to that particular accent, how the local people or the native speakers of that region enunciate the vowels and the consonants. You can compare how you're saying it differently from the native speakers and just mimic and imitate from there. For me, it doesn't really matter as long as it's effective communications. And sometimes I speak in Hong Kong Cantonese English as well, like tomato, tomato, basil, basil, whatever is the easiest. Going back to speaking in the accent, how yum, my accent that you're familiar with. The next thing to note is that if it was actually you that might be the reason why the other person decided to speak in your language, it might have something to do with your vocabulary. Qi wei, qi wei, qi means words. Usually in Cantonese or Chinese, is referring to the two character words that mean a singular meaning. And wui means a grouping of items. Qi wui means your collection or your spectrum of vocabulary. To say vocabulary, you will say qi yu, qi yu. These are usually two-character, three-character words. For each individual single character, we call them zi, zi. It really depends on how you learn your Cantonese and who is it that you're learning from. Say, for example, what you're learning right now, right now, what I'm speaking right now is the Hong Kong style Cantonese. So the terms and phrases might be different from Cantonese speaking region to region. I'll give you an example. In Hong Kong, usually for insurance in Cantonese, we'll say bo him, bo him, bo is short for bo wu or meaning protect or as a noun protection or coverage. 
Him is short for 危險危險 meaning danger or dangerous. So insurance is supposedly to protect you when you are in danger. However, in North America, it's very common for people to call insurance. Yinso. You really can't break the word down. It won't make any sense because yinso is a created word from the English word insurance. Just the sound of it. Yinso. If we were to break it down, the characters individually, it won't make any sense. Yin means the bird swallow, and so means the comb for your hair. So yinso is just an onomatopoeia. Of the word insurance in English, it's quite interesting because I was chatting with a friend in Hong Kong about yinsaw insurance, and she had no idea what I was talking about. This is where the miscommunications might happen. Cantonese speakers might just be unfamiliar with the terms or vocab that you're speaking of, and just sort of assume that you're saying a word not accurately. So at this time, they might have to switch to a language that they assume that you're comfortable with. I will give you another example. In Hong Kong, we call erasers, or in British English, rubber. Chat dao, chat dao. Chat means to rub or to scrub as a verb. This is the first character of the term, so this will be the descriptive character. And gao means plastic. So this is the second character of the term. This would be the noun or the item that you're describing, and here gao means plastic. For nouns, that's generally how it works. The first character being the description, and the second character is the item or the category which forms a noun. However, in mainland China or in mainland Chinese Cantonese version, instead of calling it chat gao, they say gao chat. Gao chat in reverse. Now, to us Hong Kongers, when they say Gao chat,、uh, Gao is the first character. Now, Gao this word becomes the description, meaning plasticky, and chat means like the noun brush. So, if people haven't really heard of this term before, they might assume that you're talking about a brush that is made of plastic. So, in order to be safe, when you're unsure about whether or not the term you're using is the term that they're familiar with, you can always ask if they use this term in order to not have any kind of confusion. You can say, for example, 你係咪叫 insurance 做保險噶？你係咪叫 insurance 做保險噶 ？Meaning, do you call insurance 保險？ And like I said, bohim means insurance in Cantonese. And of course,、uh, first the person that you're speaking with should know the English term that you're asking about. Otherwise, you would just run in circles. If vocabulary is your issue, then I would definitely suggest that you continue building your vocabulary. Some ways could be to watch cartoons, read comics, do stuff in Cantonese that you might enjoy. Let it be like taking Cantonese classes, cooking Cantonese food with YouTube videos. Whatever you can find joy is going to keep you motivated with your Cantonese learning. Cantonese speakers from different regions might be used to a particular sentence structure and completely be thrown off when people use a different sentence structure. Say, for example. Back when I was still in secondary school, there was a Cantonese-speaking classmate from mainland China, and once he told us, "No go sui jun zeng sap jo," meaning my water bottle has been lost. 
Sujun means water bottle, and zeng means to make or to do. Sat means to lose, and jaw is the word to indicate the tense in this sentence. It represents the ed past tense here. So he was sort of using the passive voice here if we understand it in English. Literally, he said, "My water bottle made lost." 我个水樽整失咗。And then the Hong Kong Cantonese speaking classmates were all very confused. We all thought he said, meaning my water bottle has been jammed or clogged. Suck means to clog or to jam. That did not make any sense. How could he possibly jam his water bottle? You see, the word suck and suck sound very, very similar. The only difference is in the ending consonants or sounds. Sub meaning lost ends with a silent t, and suck meaning jammed or clogged ends with a silent k. Hey, dummy, are you telling me that Cantonese speakers can't even distinguish between our own very complicated tonal sounds? No, and the only reason is for Hong Kongers. Usually, if we want to say my water bottle is lost, you will say. 我个水樽唔见咗，我个水樽唔见咗 ，literally means my water bottle no see and then past tense, which is to say my water bottle can no longer be seen, meaning lost it. Or if you want to start the sentence with I using active voice, you can say 我整唔见咗我个水樽。我整唔见咗我个水樽。Again, 整 means make or do. Literally, I do no see. Past tense, my water bottle. Basically, to say, I did something and I lost my water bottle. But what my mainland Cantonese speaking classmate said was actually not wrong. It's just that Hong Kongers are not used to it. And sometimes the mainland version of the Cantonese can sound a little bit like that they're reading from a script, like it sounds very formal and like written Chinese. And the reason why he said 我个水樽整失咗 is because in Mandarin or in written Chinese you would say 我的水瓶弄湿了 meaning 我的水瓶弄湿了 in written Chinese. Uh, what he said was, 我个水樽整失咗 It's exactly the same sentence structure as the written Chinese and the Mandarin version. 我的水瓶弄失了 And 水瓶 is just the written Cantonese or Chinese way for saying 水樽 water bottle. In a way, you can kind of understand the mainland Cantonese. It's sort of kind of like、uh, the hybrid between Mandarin and Cantonese, whereas the Hong Kong Cantonese is more like a hybrid between Cantonese and English. Anyway, my point is, regardless of what language you speak, when you form Cantonese sentences, you are likely to have a tendency to form sentences with the sentence structures that you already know in your language. So again, really pay attention to how native Cantonese speakers. Form their sentences. You can then mimic and start replacing words with correct verbs and nouns and all that stuff that you already know. Once you get a hang of it, if regional sentence structures is actually your issue, then I would suggest exposing yourself to as many different kinds of Cantonese as possible. 
Compare how you speak with how they speak, and note the differences and similarities as well. If you encounter any questions, you can always shoot me an email, and I will try my best to get back to you. If not, your question might pop up in one of my episodes. Okay, so if the problem doesn't come from you, none of that applies. Maybe the problem is from the other person. Now there are many reasons why they would suddenly speak with you in English.、Um, although I don't know if that really matters because you can't really change what other people think or do. So if you're in Hong Kong, people are usually rushing. 香港人好赶时间。香港人好赶时间。香港人 means Hong Kongers. 好 means good or very as an effort here. 赶时间 literally means rushing time. Maybe to work, maybe to school, whatever their reason might be. But what we do know is that Hong Kongers are always rushing and catching up with time. Gan si gan. So to save your time and their time, they just kind of want to quickly get this over with and move on. That's one of the main reasons. And if that happened to you, sorry about your experience. It's kind of our Hong Kong cultural practice to rush. Gan si gan. Even though we don't really want that too, and you can ask them in this case, are you in a rush? 你系唔系赶时间？你系唔系赶时间 ？Well, they might also want to be hospitable. Seeing your Cantonese might not be your strongest language, and they just want to accommodate you. There are also people that think that they can express themselves better in their second or third language, which is English, better than you can express it in Cantonese. And of course, there's still a slight chance that they truly don't understand you, or their hearing is not well. Another reason might be that the other Cantonese speaker actually feels more comfortable speaking English, or equally comfortable speaking both languages, or that person might just not be a Cantonese speaker at all. And other reason might be if, like, perhaps you bump into someone like my dad. Some people like him would actually want to practice their English. So my tip for you is, if the Cantonese speaker starts speaking in English with you, you have two choices: stick with them or go your own way. If you really want the other person to understand you in Cantonese, then you have to take your time. Man, man, gong. 唔使急 literally slow slow talk. No need to rush or be anxious. 急 means rush again, but 急 also carries the emotion of anxiousness. First, calm down and think about what you want to say in Cantonese and how you want to say it. Take your time. Unless the other person is clearly checking or pointing at their watch, or maybe you can totally already sense that the other person is already rushing you. Chui ne, chui ne, chui is the action of rushing somebody else. So we've talked about three different terms for the word rush today. First one is gan si gan, meaning rushing and catching up with time, and gap means to rush or be anxious. And chui, which is the action of one person rushing another person or people, you can always choose to tell them that you wish to speak Cantonese. 我想讲广东话。我想讲广东话。Literally, I want talk Cantonese. Or you can also say, 我想练广东话。我想练。广东话 meaning you want to practice Cantonese. 
Lean is short for lean zap. Lean zap meaning practice. For training or practicing to become more buff and fit is lean dai zhe. Lean dai zhe. Lean, like I said, is practice, and dai zhe means big in size. And you can always also choose to say, 我可以讲中文我可以讲中文 meaning I can speak Chinese, or 我可以讲广东话我可以讲广东话 meaning I can speak Cantonese. Now, in retrospect, maybe my cousin actually wanted to practice her Cantonese. You know, my embarrassing moment from the beginning of the episode. Finally, you can say, 你可以讲广东话，我听得明。你可以讲广东话，我听得明。Meaning, you can speak Cantonese. I can understand it by listening. 听 means to hear or listen. And Meng means understand, or you can do what I do. Just say, "Sorry, I don't speak English." And there you have it. Let's go to the vocab. Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, New York, New York, New York. Accent, 口音，口音。Tones, 声调，声调。Sounds, 声音，声音。Far, 远，远。Circle, 圆，圆。Pronunciation, 发音，发音。Spectrums of vocabulary. 词汇，词汇 ，vocabulary， 词语，词语 ，Chinese characters， 字，字 ，eggs， 鸡蛋，鸡蛋 ，insurance， 保险，保险 ，or North American version。燃烧，燃烧 ，protection or coverage， 保障，保障 ，or 保护，保护 ，dangerous， 危险，危险 ，eraser or rubber， 擦胶，擦胶 ，or The mainland Cantonese version, Gao Chan, Gao Chan. Do you call English word as Cantonese word? 你系咪叫 English word 做 Cantonese word? 你系咪叫 English word 做 Cantonese word? Water bottle. 水樽，水樽 ，rushing or catching up with time， 赶时间，赶时间 ，rushing and be anxious， 急，急 ，action of rushing someone， 催，催 ，talk slowly，no need to rush， 慢慢讲
唔使急，慢慢讲，唔使急。I want to speak Cantonese。我想讲广东话。我想讲广东话。I want to practice Cantonese。我想练广东话。我想练广东话。I can speak Chinese. 我可以讲中文。我可以讲中文。Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested, please go on my Facebook page, which is The Art of Hong Kongese by a Dummy. Or if you want to look for the written materials, go on my website. I have everything up on there, which is www. The Art of Hong Kong Keys by a Dummy. dot com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.